Across the city and South Cambridgeshire. On FM, digital and your mobile. Cambridge 105 Radio. From the terraces on Cambridge 105 Radio. Well, welcome to another week of From the Terrace. It's far less confusing because it's all going to be done in the right order. <laughs> Sorry about last week, but it was just a little bit complicated with a Sunday game when the show was just about to go out. Uh, we'll be talking about uh, the result at Curzon Ashton uh, and obviously the replay uh, this week. We'll be looking forward to that. Uh, we'll also talk about yesterday's game with Bolton as long as uh, Matt's connected. We'll see how good his connection is, um, but hopefully that will be all right. Histon had a midweek game against Cambridge University Press, which they lost 2-0. Uh, there was no game on Saturday because they were supposed to play March Town, but March Town are still involved in cup action. So instead, we'll be uh, spending a bit longer with Cambridge City this week. Uh, I've got a, an interview that I've already recorded with Robbie, and hopefully Steve Warren might join us uh, again if he's able. In the women's football, uh, United without a game. Uh, it starts to get a bit gappy in the women's fixtures now until uh, after Christmas. They've got a friend, I think, against the Spurs development team today. Um, but they were in action last week against Cambridge City and won 4-0 in the uh, Cambridge Plate competition. And unfortunately, I wasn't able to get hold of uh, Rob Coles to talk about uh, Cambridge City ladies there in action against uh, Cellar Dwellers Hounslow. Um, hopefully, a win will uh, give them a bit of boost in their season second bottom of the table currently. <coughs> but you can get in touch with us all the usual ways. You can phone us on, oh, sorry, text us on 07919 07090 That's 07919-07090-70490. Or you can email studio at cambridge105.co.uk. Okay, so here's hoping uh, that we've got Matt on the other end of the line, and we can hear him. Matt, are you there? Hey, Tim, how you doing? Yeah, oh, it's not bad. Well, you're down down in Braintree, so well, that's a lovely place to be on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> not not too much fun. <laughs> uh, right. Okay. Okay. Well, so uh, let's start uh, with. Obviously, we were just uh, off the air um, as the uh, Kers and Ash. Ashton game started uh, last week um, and uh, it was uh, mm, <laughs> it was an interesting game I think um, a, a nil or draw um, <laughs> we, we didn't make the best of our chances again and we have to be very disappointed that uh, that seems to be the way it is at the moment we make chances but we just can't even buy a goal at the moment uh, we'll come on to the Bolton game after this uh, I know you weren't there at that but you've obviously you'll have, you'll have seen the uh, highlights of it what, what did you think of the game Matt? Yeah it was, it was one of them uh, typical cup games wasn't it uh, you know the, the non-league sides they came out quite bright in the first half had a couple of chances and you know we, we had to sort of work hard in the game especially in the first half uh, created a couple of chances ourselves um, and you know it's the, it's the usual people who, who didn't take the chances and then you know for most of the second half I, I thought we 
we took control of it. Um, you know, had some had some excellent chances ourselves. Lewis Simper, Harvey Nibs, and uh, you know, you got to hope that they they go in. And as you say, Tim, they didn't go in, and then we almost lost it right at the end of the, of the game. Uh, it's, I mean. When when do you start to get worried about this? I mean, you know, we we had we've we've we talked for ages about how difficult uh, October was going to be because it's all against the best. But if you look, you know, we scored what two goals um, uh, in October outside of the uh, Wickham game, which you know now now looks a bit like a, an aberration potentially with uh, a three-two win, and then we come into November and we haven't scored a goal. And I know that the figures for um, you know, Joe Ironside, Harvey Nibs, and um, um, oh, I've forgotten his name now. He's got Sam Smith. Sorry, he's got so few goals. I forgot. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it's appalling. I mean, I think it's one one goal or two one goal between them to get when they've played together, and that was the uh, penalty at Bristol. It, you know, I mean, when do we start to panic about the fact that we can't score goals? If we'd stop creating chances. Then I then I'd be you know very very concerned. I, I I don't think I don't think the ball is falling rightly in some cases. Um, you know, Big Joe is is working hard up there, but he's not really getting in the posi- in positions for him to take the chances. Most most of the chances in recent weeks seem to be falling to Harvey Nibs, and you know it's probably the person that you'd fancy to score a goal. And, uh, you know, he hasn't really put them away at all. And uh, even Sam Smith hasn't really got into any sort of good positions in recent weeks. And and we know, that, you know, he's struggling with injury as well. And, um, you know, they've got to be better. But the only way that they'll get better is is by putting the chances away. So if, if, if they weren't getting in those positions, especially in the last few weeks, then yeah, I think we could we could be concerned, um, but the performances have improved mainly, especially in the league. Okay, the cup game is always uh, one of those one-off games where you know you get dragged down to a to a level and you try and be at your the higher level because you are, you know, a League One side. But on the type of pitch that it was like last week. Um, you know, you you just have to score one goal, and you know that's it. And the game's done for us, and, that, and we've achieved what we wanted to. Um, but of course, we'll talk about Bolton in a second. But yeah, if if we're, if we're getting in the positions, and I think something will go in soon, and then once it goes in, hopefully it will lead to two, three, and you know maybe even more going on. Uh, you know, going forward, but. Yeah, you, you just okay. The, the we're just not getting the rubber from the green in front of the goal, and yeah, we will be concerned. But as soon as one of them scores, I think they're all score again. Yeah, and, and, and that's what people are saying, and I, and I sincerely hope it's true, of course. But uh, you know, it, it's very frustrating. And as you say, we'll talk about Bolton in a second. But um, we've got a replay now against Curzon Ashton uh, on Tuesday. Uh, again, hopefully a, a home field advantage in what looks like to be uh, quite a sizable crowd by the look of it. There's very few tickets left in the main stand, certainly. So that will be good. Uh, and then, of course, if we can get past them, we've got Grimsby. Fortunately, not in. 
in Grimsby. We don't have to do that on a Saturday. But uh, uh, Grimsby at home, and it's an interesting one because, again, it's a tie that we should win. Um, and it then sets us up potentially for a third round one. But we know we've had, you know, we've had difficult results and difficult games against Grimsby. Um, so not necessarily one that we'd, uh, you know, that we'd uh, be enthralled to take. No, absolutely not. Um, you know, and one of the things is, is you know, Tuesday night we're going to be on the front foot. Uh, we're going to be favourites for the game. And it's something that we don't always do very, very well. And, you know, when we're expected to go out there, and let's be honest now, the, the fans are going to be expecting a win, expecting, a, you know, a decent performance on our pitch. And to, to go out there when the chances come to, to put them away, it's something we do struggle with. So Tuesday will be really, really interesting in what we do in terms of players. Is it going to be the same team from Saturday where there'll be a couple of tweaks here or there? And um, as you say, you know, against Grimsby, again, we'll be the favourites because we are the League One side at home. But, you know, we, we can't forget that they beat Plymouth 5-1 in the last round. And, uh, you know, Plymouth on top of our league right now. So it's it's probably not the best draw that we could have got or got. But, you know, we're at home and we've got to go out and, you know, in, the, in this game against Curzon Tuesday and then against Grimsby in a couple of weeks' time, we've got out go out there and uh, put the tide to bed uh, early on. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I keep me now meant to go back and see if I can find out what happened. I mean, that 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 result that Morecambe, uh, that Grimsby had was stunning. One can only assume that they were resting players and they felt that they'd get through without fielding a full strength squad. Because I certainly hope uh, Grimsby didn't beat a full strength team there, because that could potentially be disastrous for us. But you, you have to think that something something went awry in the team selection. Um, so uh, we'll we'll just see that, how that is. Is. But yeah, I, th- I think it is. We, we need to. We need to. We need to win. We need. To, I think we need to. It would be nice to have a convincing win, a win where you know not only we're making the chances, but we're scoring them, and we dispatch. You know, we, we get goals on the board early, just to settle settle nerves and, and let everyone uh, get into the game. Um, but uh, you know, it's a cup tie, and anything can happen. And we've seen plenty of upsets, uh, you know, coming from us and happening to us. Uh, to know that uh, we we can't take it. We can't take it lightly. But uh, we shall see on Tuesday evening for that. So. Uh, on to uh, yesterday, uh, a Bolton game. I think Bolton were eighth or sixth or something. Six, I think they might have been uh, at the start of the day. Um, it, it was an interesting game. I'm going to play the uh, Mark Bonner post-match audio, so we'll be back to you uh, shortly, Matt. Let's listen first, though, to what uh, Mark Bonner had to say. Mark, a committed hard work and display, albeit without the goals today. I imagine mixed emotions after that one. Not really. Um, we're, we're delighted to draw a game, um, <clears throat> which sounds silly, but it's only our second draw in 18 games. Absolutely. We had some chances to win it. I thought we looked a dangerous team in order to do that. But um, I thought it was a really entertaining 0-0. I thought it was a really good game. And I thought we were much better um, and, and followed on really well there from our performance at Wickham, our performance at Peterborough. Clean sheets is the thing that will build us some stability to be in games and grind out some results. And the work ethic of the team was outstanding. I thought it was a, I thought it was a good game. Um, and I thought we played well. So I was, um, I'm really pleased that we've taken something from the game. I'm really pleased. 
we kept a clean sheet. I'm slightly disappointed that I thought we had a couple of chances, certainly one right at the death, but the keeper does smother it really well. Uh, and another one, Nibsey has traffic makes a good save from that we might have been able to turn in our favour. But at the same time, they had a, they had a header at the far, uh, at the other, the other end at one point, and that was a brilliant chance for them. So, it, yeah, maybe a fair result. It, I'm biased. It always feels like we, we maybe deserve to win the game, but um, I thought it was a good game, and um, I'm, I'm really pleased with the level that we've hit. And uh, yeah, we're, we're very grateful for the point. Yeah, more so in the first half, but a little bit tetchy. At, at times, and it just added that little bit of an edge to the game, but plenty of endeavour and plenty of drive from your side, and something new in the armour as well. The long throws from Lewis Simba. I'm working on that. Uh, yeah, weeks. We've been working on it for weeks. That's a lie. Um, he told us yesterday he's got a long throw. He's kept that secret since he was seven years old. So um, we, we thought we'd uh, we thought we'd give it a go this afternoon. And Willow's got a sore shoulder from uh, last week, and we wanted to use the long throw and. Obviously, we nearly score from it right at the death, and I'd have like claimed that we've been working on that for weeks and all sorts, but not to, not the case at all. Um, I thought Simple was excellent today. His delivery on set plays was very, very good, and we had a lot of them. We got fouled a lot throughout the game. We drew a lot of, lot of fouls and, and had good opportunities from those moments, and I thought uh, first half was an edgy game. It was quite open. There was chances at both ends, and second half, I thought we had good control of it for quite a large spell, and uh, I thought we looked the most dangerous, being honest, at 11 v 11, and then um, at at the end, we, we nearly get the get the goal, and um, when you're playing Bolton and they're taking time to get the ball back in play and things, you know you're doing all right. So um, yeah, I was, I was I was really pleased with our level today, and, and I thought that um, I thought that lots of what we did was good, and uh, I, I think we've turned the corner at Wickham. If I'm honest, I think we're uh, I think we're doing all right. Yeah, and against a side that was sat sixth place before today, that's uh, encouragement for you as well. Yeah, look, I think there's a lot of good teams in the top half, isn't there? And, and we can take points off of some of those. I mean, it's starting to shape up a little bit. Oxford are climbing towards the top half now and had another big win today. So there's no real surprises in the way the table's starting to shape up, really. Uh, you could argue maybe MK Dons is the only one at the moment that's probably in the league that they, they wouldn't want to be and wouldn't expect to be in. So, um, yeah, look, we've we got to play often against bigger teams and stronger teams and bigger resources than us. That's just the, the nature of the league for us. But... Um, if we put in performances like that, like at Wickham, like at Peterborough, we'll, we'll be absolutely fine and get plenty of results. And if we can uh, have that stability to start with and clean sheets and that work, I think we'll create chances that we did today and those chances will turn into goals. And then when goals become winning games and performances, confidence improves and then it sort of looks after itself a little bit. But um, I, I, I enjoyed the team I, I watched on the, on the pitch today and I, I think the atmosphere reflected it. The, the atmosphere of the crowd at the end reflected it and um, I think everybody would agree that that's a, that's a decent level for us today. Yeah, you mentioned the crowd. I mean, you said in the build-up to today that, you know, at times it can be an anxious or a, a nervy crowd because of the run of results here and without goals but they played their part today and, uh, and applauded off at the end which is a barometer the supporters were absolutely brilliant today from the start of the game onwards i thought the atmosphere in the ground was great great to see the habit filling up brilliant initiative to get school kids and and parents here at reduced prices it's our biggest crowd of the season today our average is i think heading towards six thousand already or maybe just over off the back of today so we're, we're getting people into the ground which is great and and sometimes when you come into it and the home form's been like it is and the performances sometimes haven't been what they are it's easy to just come and turn up and think oh, let's go and watch another game where it doesn't go our way but people got behind and gave us an energy and I think that goes both ways doesn't it it's our responsibility to entertain the people that pay to come but we also need a bit of help sometimes and uh, I thought the atmosphere in the ground was really good both sets of supporters made it made it like that and both teams had a real good go I thought it was, thought it was a good advert and it's important that when we get those crowds and we get new new supporters and young supporters coming for the first time they see something that they want to um, 
they want to come and see more often. So that, that's important for us. If we're going to grow as a club, we have to grow our natural resources as well. So bigger crowds is a big thing and we have to perform in a way that people want to come watch it. Yeah, you mentioned the clean sheet already, but uh, how important was that today, Mark? Very much. I thought the back four played really well, actually, in fairness. You know, Willow's struggled a little bit with his shoulder since the Curzon game and not trained so much. Dunks his first 90 minutes for absolutely ages. Gibral playing centre-half again with Lloyd for the first time in a while. I thought the centre-halves were excellent. And Will, again, like put, held a really good goal. And um, but, but I think throughout that, I thought, I thought the two central midfielders were brilliant, really, really good. Digby's just so important for us and a major, major player. And um, it's, it's games like today and Wickham and, and Peterborough, but you see, like that's why he plays every game for me because he's just exactly what we, we want in our team. And uh, yeah, I, I thought Joey was excellent as well. I thought he gave their back three massive problems. He pressed well, he was aggressive. He got fouled loads. Um, yeah, he did really well today. Here's a quick one on, on personnel. Now, is Eno Rossi in the in the squad today? What's the situation with with him? Because as far as we were, we knew he, there was no injury there. Sam Smith as well looked looked a bit of a nasty one as he came off at the end. Yeah, I think Sam got kicked in the melee in the box, so he uh, looks like a cut on his shin, but I think he's fine. Um, I think it's just a cut, and he'll be fine. Uh, Zeno, I couldn't tell you about Thursday because we didn't want to give that one away, but he, um, he had a hamstring injury on uh, Sunday in the second half at Curzon that only became apparent really afterwards and uncomfortable, and then those scans aren't going very well for us at the moment, so he's another one who'll be out for a month. So, um, yeah, it leaves us a little bit lighter, but um, that, that is what it is. We just we, we roll on with these punches at the moment because I think that's the, the way to go about it. We're not ones to complain too much about stuff. We just, we just get on with it, but it's a shame for him because he's been doing really well. Um, but he won't be available for the next uh, next number of games. The only saving grace really is it's only a two-league game month, and if you miss three or four weeks now, you miss three or four games, whereas if last month you missed them, you missed six or eight games. So it is a significant difference, and hopefully we can get a few of those back as soon as possible to help us. Yeah, uh, just a final one on the officials today, Mark. All four of the officials, uh, current serving members uh, of our armed forces, and a really poignant moment on Remembrance Remembrance Weekend. Yeah, I thought the beginning actually was brilliantly organised. We've seen that not done very well at a number of places where people clap and all sorts, and it's a, a bit of a mess. But I thought that that before the game was was outstanding. There's something special about silence when there's so many people there. Um, and the last post sort of gets you every time, really, when that gets played. Um, why that was chosen to be here, I don't know. We seem to be the first to do lots of things here, which we're quite proud of, but um, brilliant. I thought they officiated the game well. A tough game and a, 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 a really a ta uh, open game to, to officiate, but um, I think it's quite special. Isn't it? I said to them at the end around that and um, congratulated them because, um, yeah, for them, it's, I, I imagine quite a quite a moment as well for their service, but there's then be a team of officials together on match day. There must be something quite nice about that from their point of view. So, yeah, glad that it was here that that happened and, um, and, and pleased for them. And I think everybody would say on moments like that that you have to um, thank those for their service and sacrifice because that's what it's all about. Yeah, and it's, it is nice to see. I mean, the um, the the silence was observed uh, amazingly well, as it always is at uh, United. Um, and unlike the, the the instructions of what was going on were clear. So unlike Kers and Ashton, when unfortunately um, the minute silence turned into half a minute's applause before people realised that they were supposed to be in the silence. But uh, uh, interesting as well that they were all uh, four of them were from the armed forces. We were supposed to be getting an interview with them, but it turns out the FA don't allow. Uh, the officials to be interviewed prior to a game so that didn't happen but there we go uh, we're going to try and join Matt again he's near Stansted Airport now so uh, I'm not sure how good the connection will be are, there, are you still there Matt? 
Yeah, I'm still here, Tim. Still are. Excellent, excellent. Um, okay, so it was on to uh, uh, Bolton, uh, a Bolton side that are in good form, sixth in the league. Um, I suppose we'd have taken a point um, at the start of the game. But in the end, it was another one of those where we said halfway through the game that it's not going to finish 11 uh, per side on this one. There were so many yellow cards being given out, particularly to Bolton, that it was unlikely they'd managed to uh, keep a full side on the pitch. And so it turned out. Uh, again, we struggled to make a mark against uh, 10 players. We made the opportunities. They were there again. Nibs had opportunities. Simba had an, an opportunity save well. Um, but a frustrating... I, I know Mark wasn't disappointed by it and I'm not disappointed in the performance I'm disappointed in the frustration of again not making those uh, chances count yeah and you're spot on Tim it was it really was a game where the performance was very very good like a really good performance everybody did their job to perfection and the only thing that they didn't do as you say is, is put the ball in the back of the net um, you know, 11 v 11, I think we more than matched Bolton. Uh, yes, they had a couple of chances, but we had a couple of chances as well. And it was a really good game as well. You know, I know there was a lot of fouls, a lot of, you know, yellow cards and a bit of, you know, sort of niggly at times. But, you know, there were good moments where the referee, you know, let things flow. And, you know, both teams gave as good as each other uh, got. And, um, yeah, I, you know, I think... It's hard, you know, we should take the chances that we get, you know, Nibs should definitely score at least one, maybe two of them. Uh, the goalkeeper, you know, gets injured and we don't really uh, test him out properly um, until towards the end. So, and I actually thought that the red card had a bit of a detrimental effect on us. I think, you know, we started trying to play a lot more quicker, getting the ball a lot more forwards and it, it wasn't in areas where it wasn't, you know, useful for us now. And it was a bit of a shame, really. And, uh, you know, again, I think there's always a question we put Sam Smith on and, uh, you know, Psycho Jana is sitting there, um, you know, with a little bit of pace down that sort of right or left-hand side, you know, who could have made it all the difference or even through the middle as well with Big Joe. So, yeah, you know, it's a, again, it's a positive, you know, it's a positive performance. It's a clean sheet, which we haven't had. Um, but, yeah, we should really have probably taken three points yesterday. Yeah, I think you're right. I think one of the big disappointments for Fee was what, what didn't happen, which was Ibsen Rossi uh, getting on the pitch. Um, mm. I, I, you know, A, I feel really sorry for him. Four week, potentially four weeks out with a hamstring problem uh, just after he's kind of established him there. But I think I feel sorry for us because I think he has established himself there. And the, the, the defensive performance has improved massively from what we were seeing at the start of October and some of the games we played in there, admittedly against better opposition. But mistakes and all sorts of things going wrong and, and at least we seem to have cut out the mistakes and we seem to be really gelling as a unit. Lloyd-Jones is an absolute hero. I mean, it, the way he moves around the pitch, the way, you know, you'll see him you'll see him defending on the goal line and then you'll see him waiting for the ball to come in uh, off a cross to try and put the ball in the net at the other end and it's, you know, he, he's playing really, really well. I'll pick out two other people, we'll, we'll talk about them individually, but Lewis Simper agreed with Mark, he has just, you know, he, he's kind of made such he's kind of made that impression that Liam Bennett made and I hope it ends better for him uh, and he keeps on playing because I think he's looked really good yeah 
you wonder what he's been doing with that long throw for all this time that nobody's noticed that he's got it because it's such as many teams prove if you've got a player that can do that it's such a you know a, you know such a potent weapon to use um, that you know having it there is great Nibs did get chances unfortunate not to score uh, but uh, you know that's that's the way it is and hopefully they'll they'll come right um, so you know a good performance but a disappointing performance for me uh, and as I say Ibsen Rossi I think is a real problem for us yeah I think so I think you know Seno is very very unlucky and again you know another injury that makes us lose a, a player for a month um, you know Jibril Aquadine is uh, you know more than capable of going in there so it's not a massive blow apart from in terms of you know it's another body down which is a shame um, but you know Jibril Aquadine has got another chance to cement his position again so um, it'll be interesting to see what we do there, especially with Tuesday. Um, but as you say about Lewis Simpo, you know, he, he's come in and he's, he's a really good player. Uh, makes you wonder where he's been for the past couple of seasons. And he's, a, he's another player that, as you say, could have quite easily gone out of the football club and uh, gone and flourished at another team. But, you know, he's got into our squad, um, you know, through lack, you know, lack of players, you know, injuries hit in the midfield. And, you know, he's, he's another first name on the team sheet now. His, his set pieces are excellent. He's, he's still got the odd Cambridge United corner in him. Uh, you know, likes to hit the first man every now and again. But other than that, um, you know, excellent set piece delivery. Uh, yeah, the long throw is an interesting one. So, um, you know, a good, a good thing to have to his arsenal. And, it, and he, he can hit a ball as well, you know, from 20, 25 yards out. It falls nicely to him and... If he can just add a couple of goals from midfield, um, you know, he's going to be absolutely excellent. You know, he's going to be a, a really good asset to us. So, you know, as you say, he, he's got to keep playing games now. The position is his for, for right now. And he's got to go out there and, you know, just keep putting those performances in to, to keep him in the team. Absolutely, and I think it's it's also worth uh, giving Will Mannion a mention. Obviously, a very difficult thing to do to step in uh, to you know to, to, to the league team. Uh, he played some of the cup games um, as we'd expect him to, but mitt off uh, big gloves to uh, to fill. Uh, and I think he's done really well. I think he, he looked a little bit nervous uh, in his first couple of uh, appearances, um, but you know he's he's made some good saves. He's kept us in the game. The Curzon Ashton game, we, we 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 potentially well not potentially we very nearly lost. Uh, with his diving uh, save to the, uh, you know, right down to the ground, just on the death of that game, and again yesterday, a couple of good saves. Yeah, he's he's a good goalkeeper. He's a he's a really good number two. Um, you know, and I'd say he's probably our number one now. With we, you know, Dimmy Dimmy's out for a while, and I think Dimmy's going to struggle to to get back in the team when he when he is back fit. Um, I, I don't think Mannion's done anything wrong at all. Uh, it's very good coming out off the line um, you know 95% of the time there's court crosses looks very good when the ball comes into the box and his, his kicking is, is is a lot lot better at times than what Demis is it has to be said and um, yeah you know he's, he's an excellent player and uh, yeah I think he, he and he's our number one right now and he's our number one going in until you know until he makes a ricket or two and has to come out of the go- uh, goal 
Yeah, absolutely. I think it, it is going to be interesting to see what happens when Mitov is fit again. But it's it's great that we've got that competition because it keeps them both uh, struggling to uh, improve all the time. Um, and we do seem to do well for goalkeepers, and I think that that's carrying on. So uh, long, long may that continue. Matt, uh, we've managed to get through a whole half hour, so that's excellent. We shall talk to you again next week. Thanks very much. Take care, mate. So there we go. Uh, excellent that we can get a full half hour. I always panic when I can't get Matt on the phone because it makes the show very long, but that's the way it worked this time round. So it's Kirsten Ashton on Tuesday in the uh, FA Cup uh, first round replay. Hopefully we'll uh, we'll put that one to bed early on. It's a 7.45 kickoff for that. Uh, tickets going well, like I say. I think I was trying to get some tickets uh, earlier on this week in the main stand, and there's only really the block right down the end by the south stand that had uh, any, any significant number of tickets in there so uh, if you want to get in along to that one you want to be getting tickets fairly soon and then Saturday it's a, a final home game of November well actually it's not it's not is it because of course the week after that if we get through the Curzon Ashton game will be the Grimsby game as well so could potentially be still uh, three home game three home games this month Curzon Ashton then Accrington Stanley and if we get through the Curzon Ashton game that will be Grimsby before we move away to uh, Forest Green Rovers in December and for those who haven't seen it that has moved uh, strange that they haven't moved it to Friday night like they moved a lot of the other fixtures to it's staying on a Saturday but it's now a one o'clock start which is going to make it a bit of a nightmare for people getting down there it's not easy to get down there it's a long journey so uh, we shall uh, talk about all of that uh, next week let's take a break and we'll come back and we'll talk about uh, Cambridge City Broadcasting from the city centre on FM digital and your mobile Cambridge 105 radio from the terraces on Cambridge 105 Radio. So uh, a really good win uh, yesterday for uh, City. They played eighth placed Loughborough Dynamo and uh, beat them uh, in what was a, a very good 2-1 uh, result. 1-0 up at half-time. Uh, Loughborough Dynamo fought back, picked up a penalty and scored and uh, City closed it out uh, with new signing Dan Cotton actually getting a goal. In fact, it's interesting, as you'll hear in the interview, Tom Wormsley and Dan Cotton, who've joined from uh, uh, Stamford and Yaxley, respectively, um, both scored in the midweek game uh, in the uh, Invitational Cup against Wisbeach St Mary uh, and both scored again um, in the uh, Loughborough Dynamo game so uh, things I think oh, you'll, you'll hear from Robbie I think he's, he's, he's it's, it's kind of lifted a weight from his shoulders I think it's starting to come together um, some people coming in we'll listen to what Robbie had to say and then I'm going to also try and get hold of uh, Steve Warren but this is what Robbie had to say when I spoke to him this morning uh, busy week this week for you, Robbie. Two games, uh, the uh, Cambridge Invitational Cup against Wisbeach St Mary on Tuesday and then uh, Loughborough Dynamos yesterday. But before we get to that, the arrival, as you, you talked about, a couple of arrivals potentially coming in, Dan Cotton and uh, Tom Wormsley coming in from Yaxley and uh, Stamford, respectively. Uh, both made their debut in the uh, Invitational Cup game and both scored. Yeah, we've um, we've spoken a lot this season, you know, regarding where our issues and problems have been. And you know, yesterday we we've got the two-one result uh, win against Loughborough, and you know, both the lads scored in that as well. Um, so yeah, you know, we were just looking at it as a 
you know, Dan's record at, at Yaxley over the last sort of eight, nine years has been un- unbelievable. You know, um, you know, step five, step four, scored an awful lot of goals. And he was somebody that, you know, we've seen a lot of over the last sort of four or five years. We know a lot about him. And when I knew that he was looking for a fresh challenge, um, looking to, to get away from, from Yaxley and, you know, go somewhere where he, he wants to enjoy his football again and, you know, we were we were over the moon that he, he decided to choose us. You know, we, we've beaten off some big clubs at step three to sign him. And, you know, the week he's had has been brilliant because he's scored two goals in two games. Got the winner yesterday. And and that's what, certainly what he'll bring to the team. Um, in regards to Tom, Tom's somebody that's scored, again, 90-odd goals in 150 games. So, step four, step five, he scores a lot of goals. And, like, his goal yesterday was was typical of somebody that gets in the areas where we want them to get into. And he's a very good poacher. He links play well. Like I say, he's got two from two. Him and Ryan Ingrid linked up extremely well yesterday. Probably, I would say, first half was probably the best we've played in terms of controlling the game, the way we passed it, the movement of players. And it was a, it was a real delight to watch. And it was, it was a shame that we only went in 1-0 up. But, you know, you can see the lift that these two lads have given the group. You know, the they're both proven at this level, scored a lot of goals at this level. And because we, you know, we continue to create chances, you know, these two guys are, you know, taking them. Um, so, you know, it's it's been great to get them both in. You know, we, we are a little bit sad that Connor's decided to, to, to move on to Histon, but football moves on very quickly. And like I say, the two lads that have come in, you know they bring bags of experience and know-how to the team, which, you know, when you look for our team, we're still quite a young team but these two guys really sort of help know where to be you know game management you know so much so much good that they've brought to the team in this very short period and you know we're looking forward now to um, a run of games which is very very tough but you know with the guys we've got in and you know the bench we had yesterday and we've got players coming back from from injury and suspension so hopefully it's that little I don't want to say too much too soon but it's the, the turning point where we've probably needed to, to get ourselves going again. And let's just t- take you back to the uh, the invitation. It gave you a chance to uh, give some players a run out who perhaps aren't regulars in the squad. And as you say, both Dan and Tom started that game and you were 2-0 at half-time with the two goals in the final part of the first half. It, it'd be easy to kind of look at it and think, well, it, it should have been an easy win for you and, uh, and it looked like it was. But... Uh, the, the players that you obviously gave a little bit of a run out to, um, are you, you pleased with the performances you saw there? Absolutely. You know, we, we gave a 15-year-old his debut, Ed Tassels. Goalkeeper, Caleb Chandler, you know, he's he's just turned 17. And also Guy Motley, who's just turned 17, came on at right back. So it was really important to get two or three of those involved because, you know, the three of them that, that played have all, certainly over the last, you know, sort of six weeks have, have deserved that chance. And... You know, it's it's the good work that Matt Mee and the, and the coaches are doing with the 18s that from where we were last year with a group of, of very young 16s, you know, they've had a year in that furlough and youth league. They've grown up a lot. You know, they've had to. And, you know, they're, they're still, a lot of those players have still got two years of youth football still. So it's it's been great to, to see some of them develop. You know, a few of them train with us most weeks. And it's it's almost sort of giving those lads that have really done well that opportunity to come and be in the in the team and games like the, the Cairns Invitation, you know, a great platform for them to come in and and play with the first team players in a game that you know 
for the teams we play against is is quite big. So there's a little bit of pressure on them to perform to where we know they can, and and all three have have excelled on on Tuesday. And for us, it was it was great to see. It was also good to get Nathan Olakami some more minutes to build him up as we move through. And yeah, it was it, it, it was good on so many different levels. You know, it's it's one of those people sit there and say, oh, you've only just beaten them two 0 They're step seven, but you know. But we didn't give a chance away. We 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 dominated the ball from start to finish, and and there was some really good play within that. You know, it's really difficult whatever level you play. If you play against a team that literally everyone's behind the ball and just camped in and defend really deep, it's difficult at times. But you know, we there was things that we need to be better at. But there was also lots to take from it that you know, getting game time for a, for a number of the lads that hadn't off you know played an awful lot. Um, the youth team boys coming in and, and performing to such a very high performance level. And then the two new lads, it was really important to get them as many minutes as we can. Yeah. Um, so it, it was good on a, you know, I know people wanted us to score more goals, but, you know, we're through. You don't get anything more for winning 1-0, 2-0, 10-0. So we're through, we're happy, we're through, and we're happy with with lots that happened. So, so yeah, that, that, that was a, a positive week. And on to Loughborough Dynamo, as you said, this weekend, eighth in the league, um, always going to be a difficult game. You took the lead relatively early, around about 20 minutes, uh, one up at half time, as you said. And then uh, they came out, uh, from all accounts, came out at you a bit bit stronger in the second half. 71 minutes, they got uh, they got a goal so, off a penalty. And then the last 20 minutes, a bit frantic, but uh, Dan Cotton scoring in 83 minutes. Again, a, a very pleasing all-round performance, as you said. Yeah, it was. And like I say, they're, they're a very good team. They've improved a lot on last season. They've they've brought one or two in from, from Chase Town. They've recruited really well. And, you know, when, when we looked at the players they had, you know, we were we were a little bit worried because, you know, they're, they're, they're able to bring two lads in on Friday who, you know, one's playing at step two. The other one's Lewis McGugan that's come out of the Football League. So that shows you what team they've got and what they are able to bring in so you know we welcomed back Matty Miles and Daniel at right back and, and left back and we were missing Yao the Bradley Goffard came back in so you know we made sort of four or five changes from last week's 3-1 defeat but the way we played in that first 45 minutes was was a joy to watch and you know we controlled from probably start of that half to the to the end of it and and going in 2-0 would have been a fair reflection on that half but you know credit to the lads they they actually came out and you know, they put us under a lot of pressure and, you know, lots of crosses in the box that Taylor Parr and Bradley Goffard dealt with every time it was in and Joe Welsh came and claimed. And, and so it was it was a very good defensive performance in that second or the first period of the second half. And then, you know, they got a, a soft penalty from us. Disappointing because up until that point, as much as they were, you know, they were at us at times, they never really threatened Joe's goal. You know, and, and over the 90 minutes, he hasn't had a save to make other than the penalty. So it was good in such a way, but obviously the penalties won all and then their towels are up and we're thinking, well, we've got lads that haven't played an awful lot. They're going to run out of steam. But, you know, credit to the lads, you know, the substitutions that came on, they helped us get a bit more control in the game. And, you know, I thought who else, Dan Cotton, would come up and get the winner. Great bit of play, sidestep and, and, and took his goal exceptionally well and, it was what we deserved on the on the on the ninety minutes for me. We showed a different side of a second half where we had to dig in and and sort of sit a bit deeper and you know with withstand a bit of pressure. But you know when we hit them on the counter, 
we created you know a lot of chances and and we had a lot of corners and set plays and like I say their keepers made one or two very good saves late on so yeah it was probably the result was a true reflection of the game as it went and and we're extremely happy that you know we've got three points and I think if I'm right in saying that's our first win at home in the league this season other than the actually sorry so it's, it's the second <laughs> second win so yeah it, it was important to get that win and we've got a, a very difficult sort of four or five games coming up now. Yeah, as you say, I mean, you're currently sitting in 14th place, but you have got games in hand over uh, one or two clubs in there. You're only actually uh, four points away from from uh, ten, you know getting into 10 spots, so uh, sitting nicely. But but some difficult games coming up. You've got uh, Chase Town and Bedworth, who are 12th and 10th respectively, and then after that, you've got uh, second place Halesow in town. Yeah, look, we we know on our day, and you know, first half performance gives us a lot of lot of positives to to go forward with you know it's key keeping players fit like I say we're we're hopefully going to get stronger over the coming weeks because you know Mikey Davis Scott Bridges Yawafusu you know they're they're players that are going to come back into the group having been out for for a while so fingers crossed this could be the turning point for a lot of things and hopefully we're looking up rather than down now certainly on yesterday's performance there's there's no reason why we can't and like you say the difficult games that we've got you know, they were eighth yesterday, good team, you know, but we look the, like the team that were in eighth, mm-hmm. you know, and that's how we want to be. You know, we go to Chase Town with, with every confidence. They're probably not where they want to be at the moment, similar to ourselves. You know, they've had a good cup run of injuries and, and what have you, like we have to key players, but their players are coming back now. And, and you can see, like, when players and teams get their better players back, they are starting to climb the league, and that's where we want to be. And like I say, if we can just concentrate now on Chase Town and hopefully get a positive result there, then again we're looking we're looking forward and looking up with with great optimism as we move into into December. Across the city and South Cambridgeshire. Cambridge 105 Radio. From the terraces on Cambridge 105 Radio. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's good. Uh, a, a win is great. Um, two wins in recent weeks um, puts them up uh, further up the table. I think to 14th place now. They're kind of bouncing between 14th and 16th, but only four. As I said, four points. I think off uh, 10th place. Um, so lots to play for. They've even got a game in hand against some of those clubs. So an interesting run coming up now. Uh, I did message Steve uh, earlier on. Uh, he said he didn't know whether it would work out. I have. I did text him just as we started the uh, Robbie interview to say I'll try him in ten minutes. So this could be this could be a, a, a non-starter. But let's see if we can get hold of him. Hang on a second. I will call him uh, and see if it rings first of all. And then once we've seen that, we'll. No, unfortunately, it's straight to voicemail, so that's not going to work. Uh, That's a pity, um, but uh, it is what it is. Um, So, yeah, Robbie much happier about uh, what's going on now. Uh, Made some good acquisitions. I think the disappointment of uh, Conor Barnes going is kind of, you know, as he said, he's got to put it to one side. That's the way it is. Um, And if it works out for Conor at Histon, then uh, I I assume he won't be back, but uh, um, we can see on what, what happens there Histon uh, if so they've gained a really good player um, as we saw or as I talked about last week in the, uh, the his debut game for them um, having uh, last time they play he played at at, at Histon he scored a hat-trick to beat them um, <clears throat> he looked very good um, but new signings coming in um, uh, Robbie had talked about them uh, I think the week before about wanting to try and get some players in and he mentioned Dan uh, Cotton from uh, Yaxley um, an, an interesting one 
um, I guess you're actually in a very difficult position at the moment in terms of where they are in the league um, currently lying dead last uh, uh, one uh, with on only one point they've scored 13 goals conceded 53 a goal difference of minus 40 and the only thing they've had so far is a draw um, so uh, terrible times for them I mean they're already say eight points adrift of uh, second from bottom St Neats so even at this stage it looks pretty much like they're bound to go down um, you know a recovery might help but uh, you know it doesn't look good for them uh, so it's it's kind of not surprising potentially then that some of their players might might be looking to make moves elsewhere um, especially as Robbie points out they've beaten off some uh, um, higher placed uh, teams in, in steps above to actually secure his services so a really good one and then Tom Wormsley from uh, uh, Stamford obviously uh, coming from a team that was top of the league I'm not sure how how much game time he's been getting with them but again another really good signing in there uh, with players starting to come back as well um, it, you know that's, that's quite a quite a strong uh, side there um, oh I've just I've just had a, um, uh, Steve text me back so let me try him again just to see if we can get hold of him uh, it would be good to get his input on this so let's just try him now um, oh, it's, it's ringing so that's a much better sign so we'll see if he answers it uh, hopefully he will uh, hey Steve are you there? I am. You can you hear me? Yes, we can. Yeah, good. Good to hear from you. Uh, I was just saying. Um, I mean, great to get a win under your belt against Loughborough Dynamo, eighth uh, in the league at the moment. Uh, but more importantly, uh, in the two games this week, we've seen some of the youngsters, a fifteen-year-old even, coming through and playing in the first team uh, and getting a win. Uh, we've seen two players come in with Dan Cotton and uh, Tim Wormsley. Uh, you know, they've come in and scored goals in both the games they've played in uh, to date. Um, things starting to look like that Yaxley game might be a turning point for the season. Yeah, I think so. I think it, yeah, it's only easy to win. I mean, that's, that's two home win now, which is, which is really good. Yeah, I love for Steve, Steve, I'll give you a call back in a second because the line was really bad. Let me give you a call back and see if we can get okay. that one any better. Hang on a second. Okay, let's just uh, try that again because I would like to talk to him, but obviously uh, not really uh, going to work as it was at the moment. So let's try ringing him up again and see if we can get hold of him. Um, so again, it's ringing. That's good. <laughs> and Steve, are you there? Is that, yeah, that seems to be a bit better. So yeah, you were saying, sorry. Yeah, no, so it's a bit of the home ones um, now, you know, and played Loughborough still, you know, on the London, they're still ninth or eight or ninth, so it's a good, very good win. And as you say, yeah, the, the, the balance feels a bit better now with, with, with some young players who say people like Rigby getting game time and, um, you know, one or two others, say young players there, but complemented by, you know, a good, a good, um, victory and Unfortunately, I'm going to have to. Oops. I'm going to have to stop you there because it's not a very good line at all. Apologies for that. We'll, we'll catch up with you again next week. Cheers. Then. Uh, so, unfortunately, apologies for that one. Uh, as you can hear, there's not much point in carrying on when uh, it's uh, it, it's not very intelligible. Uh, not Steve, but the line is not very uh, intelligible. So uh, we'll come back to Steve later on. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, hopefully 
better times coming uh, now. Um, you know, they're literally only 16 points, uh, 15th place. Um, they've got, um, uh, sorry, 14th place, 16 points on 14th place. Two above them have got 16. Uh, one, uh, one above that's got 18. So they're only, you know, a one win and the results going for them, they could be all the way up in 11th place. And then that's only a two points behind bed with United, who they are uh, playing Chase Town and bed with two key games. Chase Town, not really where they'd want to be. Uh, and games in hand so they're starting to come right and Bedworth uh, 12th and 10th respectively so that's uh, a good two games over the next two weeks uh, and then a, a test against uh, so, you know one of the best in the league Hell's Own Town uh, whose away form is fantastic and unfortunately we're playing them away so uh, uh, yeah a, a good test over the next three weeks to see whether this recovery is um, you know a, a real turnaround uh, and that uh, a, a settled team with players coming back in can only get stronger for Robbie. Okay, as I said, um, Histon uh, didn't play this weekend because of Marchtown uh, still being in cup action. But they did play uh, earlier on in the week because they had uh, a Cambridge Invitational, uh, a Cambridge Invitational Cup game against uh, Cambridge University Press, which unfortunately uh, turned out to be a 2-0 loss. Uh, 135 people went down to see that, so uh, not a bad crowd. Um, and I guess disappointing after the uh, big win against uh, Long Buckby on the uh, Saturday, uh, not to progress in that competition. Um, but I guess you know it, it, the league is the ultimate uh, ultimate gate ultimate th- competition so perhaps not necessarily too worried about that uh, so next uh, next week they've got uh, rugby town at home and then followed by uh, successive weeks they've got uh, coventry united and then uh, desborough town and if you look at the uh, league table there sorry I, I should have got this up before but bear with me a second the league table and it's going to point me yeah so rugby town obviously top of the league that's going to be uh, a really really difficult test uh, for them um, in terms of uh, you know trying to get something out of that then it's Coventry United and I always look here and see Coventry Sphinx in there thinking so is that a cup I oh, know it's Coventry United just below the middle league so that's a bit of a six pointer and then they finish that three game run against uh, Desborough Town who are uh, a few places below them not many points what six points behind them so a couple of good games in there to see whether they can beat people around them and above them uh, and, and then Desborough Town hopefully uh, a little bit of an easier one for them but uh, we shall see how that goes and hopefully uh, next week uh, we'll we'll talk to Lance after there's been a game okay uh, quick break and then we'll come back and we'll talk about uh, the women's football across the city and south Cambridgeshire on FM, digital and your mobile Cambridge 105 Radio from the terraces on Cambridge 105 Radio so uh, only one game for the women this week. Cambridge City are playing uh, Hounslow and uh, that's uh, away, kicks off in about, what, uh, six minutes or so. Um, we've talked about this over uh, over a, while, a number of times. Hounslow really there sitting at the bottom yet to gain a point, although to be fair they have only played four games. Uh, some clubs in the league have played as many as eight. Uh, Queen's Park Rangers have. Um, most have played sort of seven, six and a couple 
people have played five. So they've still got games to play. They started late because they couldn't get a team. They've now got a settled team. But you kind of do wonder. They've already had one drop out from this league. And I know I've spoken to Darren and Rob about this. Uh, they're on a minus 34 goal difference after four games um, and really uh, aren't getting anywhere. And you do kind of have to worry. Um, so uh, out of the cup early, they lost to Larkhill Athletic uh, right at the start of the season. Uh, then they got a 7-0 beating by Norwich, a 9-0 beating from Queen's Park Rangers, a 10-0 beating by Ashford Town, a 9-1 beating by uh, um, Chesham United. And then again in another cup game, I think this is in the plate, an 8-1 loss to Clapton Community Ladies. So really not going for them. Uh, hopefully City can uh, not only get a win, but get some goals in and just get a bit of confidence back to a squad where it's slipping a little bit if you look at them they are uh, literally there's there's now only one uh, relegation spot because of the uh, dropout um, but uh, they've only got uh, one win uh, a goal difference of minus nine three points uh, they've played two games more than Actonians and Chesham who were above them by one uh, on four points and six points respectively just need to get some points on the board and some confidence back to try and start moving back up towards the middle of that table uh, so good luck to uh, Rob and uh, the Cambridge City ladies team uh, kick off as I say in about six minutes for that um, Cambridge United not got a game um, again uh, to, because of the, uh, to the, the the bitty nature you'll hear about this in a second of the women's fixture list um, they're playing as I say I think it's a Spurs development side in a friendly but they did have last week uh, the City United game at St Neots which was for the in the plate competition and a 4-0 win uh, for United on that one spoke to uh, Darren Marjoram after the Bolton game uh, the men's Bolton game yesterday um, this is what he had to say uh, about uh, United. Darren, uh, we left you last week in the uh, plate competition uh, against Cambridge City. A really good result for you in that one, 4-0 win. Yeah, great result and a good performance too. Um, we're starting to build a little bit of how we want to be now as a, as a team, what we want to look like. Uh, you know, we're dominating the ball a bit better than we that we have done. Um, so yeah, it was a really nice win. Obviously, it's always nice to win any game, but certainly locally, it's nice to win a game. But uh, I think for me, the big thing was the performance and we, we, we're starting to build on a few of those now. So consistency is now the key. That's what we're going to look for. And that's it. You've been talking over the last few weeks, really, of not quite getting the not quite getting the results you wanted, and but wanting to build up. And you said that you got, you know, as you got people back, that those performances were starting to come. So you must be pleased that it all comes together in the game, and it then gives you that momentum moving forward. Definitely. And, and last week, you know, with, with a good performance, we still had Rachel Kosky and Ruth Fox both missing on the day. Um, so you know, I can't can't be more pleased than that because they're, they're two key players for us. So I think that again is a bit of a sign of how we're starting to build a squad now, and bit by bit we're getting there. And I guess the, the only disappointment you've got is then, then of course, you build a bit of momentum and then, and then you get these gaps again. Yeah, it is a little bit. It's a bit up and down. But we've, uh, we've, we've booked a friendly now, so you know, we can, we'll keep the momentum going another way. It won't be quite how we would have liked to. We would have liked to competitive game, but um, you know, it's, it's still a chance to continue with games through on Sundays, which is important for the squad to, to keep playing minutes. And it's not just this week because there are, before the Christmas, there's hardly, there's hardly any games left now before the Christmas break. Uh, so, uh, you know, it, it is difficult, but that seems to be the way with the women's football. It tends to be bitty at times. 
yeah, that's exactly right. It, it is like that. I mean, we've got uh, cup games coming up. So, um, you know, we've got uh, Friendly this week. Then we've got um, Hounslow in the league. Then it's County Cup after that. And then after that is the next round of the league play against Cheltenham. So, yeah, there's, there's a few games in there. But in terms of league games, it, it gets like this this time of the year. It, it gets a little bit sporadic and it just breaks up your momentum a little bit. So, yeah, from, from our point of view, we've always looked at trying to make sure we've got games in those gaps where they are so we can we can keep that momentum going. And you mentioned, obviously, Hounslow is the next league game, and that's a, that's going to be an interesting game. I mean, they're in, uh, unfortunately, have had a very bad season so far. It, do, you, do you have to do anything differently to kind of make sure that people don't become complacent? Because it might be easy to think should be an easy win for us. Um, not really. I'm very lucky that the group that we have now, we've, we've, we've worked together for a few months and we're all very aware of the fact that we have to keep our standards. It doesn't matter who we're playing. We, we want to be our best, the best version of ourselves. So I think I think we're quite good at that. I'd like to think we won't need to do anything too different. But yeah, we'll, we'll just make sure that people are reminded that through the week. But I'd like to think that we've, we've got a good group now. We don't need too much reminding. And in the friendly, uh, will, will, you, will that give you a chance to play some people that might not have normally made it into the, uh, the first team? Yeah, it gives us a chance to give a few people a few minutes. So, Kelly Burt will be in the squad as well. We've, we've actually got a new player who we've signed this week, um, Sydney Naylor, who's been at Arsenal up to under-17s and at uh, Nottingham Forest for a couple of seasons. So, a uh, really exciting player that we've had in training for a couple of weeks now and, and she's just signed this week. So, we a chance to get her some, some early minutes um, under her belt in a Cambridge United shirt. Um, and she's an exciting midfielder, so we're really looking forward to getting her some game time. And Kelly must be made up about finally making it back into the team. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously, she got to play last week against Cambridge City as well. So, um, you know, that was, that was really Really good moment for her. Um, actually, gave her the opportunity. She had the choice whether she wanted to play, you know, pretty much most of the game for the development team, or whether she she came with us and she chose that she wanted to be with the first team. So I think that says everything about her. She understands where things are at at the moment, but just loves the club and just wants to be involved. So yeah, a fantastic moment for her as well. Yeah, it's good after such a long injury to to get her back into uh, the league side and certainly uh, going to strengthen that uh, as her fitness continues to develop. Um, that's all we've got time for uh, this week. Thanks to Matt uh, and to Steve. Unfortunately, not, not what we wanted from Steve, but well, I'll try and get pre-record something for next week. Thanks also to uh, Robbie for joining us and Darren for joining us. Um, so uh, do stay around on Cambridge 105 Radio. Tony Barnfield up next with a uh, special edition of his show celebrating women in education then he's on again at three till four with his classical show uh pete butcher's jazz today four till five polish waves five till six uh songs from a gaelic world um uh, six till seven the hip-hop show seven till eight scar and b eight till nine queer cambridge nine till ten then stagger in a usual slot ten to eleven followed by opus 105 at 11 till midnight thank you very much Radio.